Passion in Parenting. Today, let's talk about how to handle times of distress. Psalm 55 verse 22 says, Give your burdens to the Lord, and he will take care of you. He will not permit the godly to slip and fall. I love the Psalms that King David wrote in times of distress before he was a king. We all have times in life where it seems like things are not going the way we had hoped. Maybe we find ourselves smack dab in the middle of a crisis we are dealing with and we feel we have no control over the situation. I mean, maybe it just seems to be going on and on. David felt that way when he wrote Psalms 54 through 59, I'm sure. When he wrote Psalm 57 specifically, he was actually being chased by King Saul and was hiding in a cave for his life. King Saul had been repeatedly going after him, trying to kill him, and I'm sure it seemed like this behavior would never stop, this chase for his life. Here the prophet years ago, Samuel, had told David that someday he would be king, but he was in a constant battle for his life. Psalm 57 verses 1 through 3 at the time that this chase was going on, David says and cries out to the Lord, Have mercy on me, my God. Have mercy on me, for in you I take refuge. I will take refuge in the shadow of your wings until the disaster has passed. Notice those words. He's trusting that this will pass. I cry out to God most high, to God who vindicates me. He sends from heaven and saves me, rebuking those who hotly pursue me. God sends forth his love and his faithfulness. Notice David said in this passage that God would vindicate him. Now to vindicate means to be free from blame, to provide defense, to protect, to defend, and to avenge. So he was trusting God to do all these things for him. If you're going through a pending disaster in life today, feeling attacked in any way, or feeling like you messed up your own life beyond repair, remember what David did at times like this. He gave his burdens to the Lord. And David had time after time like this where he was under attack, but he came through victoriously, even when it looked like things were not going to turn out well for him. If you read Psalm 54 through 59, you'll notice several keys of how David continually came out of the outhouse smelling like a rose. Especially in Psalm 54, it reads, Save me, O God, by your name and vindicate me by your strength. Hear my prayer, O God. Give ear to the words of my mouth, for strangers have risen up against me and oppressors have sought after my life. They have not set God before them. Now David starts speaking by faith over his situation and he goes on to say, Behold, God is my helper. The Lord is with those who uphold my life. He will repay my enemies for their evil. Cut them off in your truth. I will freely sacrifice to you. Notice he just said he's going to freely sacrifice to God. What is his sacrifice before the victory manifests? Here it goes. I will praise your name, O Lord, for it is good. For he has delivered me out of all trouble, and my eye has seen its desire upon my enemies. So he is declaring right in the middle of the fire, right in the middle of the battle, he is declaring what he is believing for as though it has already happened. Now this, my friends, is strong faith to actually be declaring that you have 
the victory right in the middle of the battle. That is powerful faith. In Psalm 56, 4 and 10, we see him doing this again. And it was one of the top keys that caused David to never lose a battle in war, even though he went through many attacks. Psalm 56, verse 4, it says, I praise God for what he has promised. I trust in God, so why should I be afraid? Psalm 56, 9 and 10 says, My enemies will retreat when I call to you for help. This I know. God is on my side. I praise God for what he has promised. Yes, I praise the Lord for what he has promised. David was continually praising God for the outcome his word tells us we can have when we operate by faith and praise him. That promised outcome his word tells us we can have is seeing his love and faithfulness strengthen us, help us, and even change circumstances for us when we believe for it. Sometimes our heart wants to just shut down and stop feeling and loving when we go through hard things. Have you ever noticed that? But God is saying today that it's time to wake up your heart and praise him no matter what challenges you are going through. It's time to wake up your heart and put your trust in God again. No matter what pain the devil has thrown at you, we must remind ourselves that God is loving and he is merciful. One of the greatest things I've ever learned in my walk with Christ is to praise him in advance by faith before my eyes ever see my victory manifest. Praise him for fighting the battle for you. Praise him because his word says that he is faithful and you're trusting him to be faithful for you. Praise him because he loves you. Praise him daily for giving you wisdom and strength. When you praise God in the midst of the storm, Praise him in advance for who his word says he wants to be in your life. Then you will see many more victories than you ever thought possible. And I know this can be hard in the middle of the storm. I remember specifically one time years ago when one of our kids was age two, uh, shortly to turn age three, and they started stuttering and stuttering quite a bit. And it went on for I would say at least nine months, and I was praying, and I was praying, and I was praying, and some days I would get to the place, and I'd be thinking, God, are you not listening to my prayers? Why is our child still stuttering? This is not of you. Uh, sickness, stuttering, any of that kind of stuff is under the curse, and, and it's not from you, God, and I know that, and why does it seem like my prayers are just hitting the ceiling and not making it to heaven? And I thought to myself, you know what? Years ago, a wise friend once told me, always stay on God's side, Amy, no matter how things look, even if it looks like he's not answering your prayers in the moment, always stay on God's side because he is always for you, never against you when you're looking to him for his help and you're his child. And so I remembered that like Psalm 51:17 says, the sacrifice you desire is a broken spirit. You will not reject a broken and repentant heart, O God. And I said, Lord, I know I'm not a perfect parent, I know that there are things I should have and could have, and we all have as parents our should haves and could haves, and we should be a better parent in this. And what if we had done this? And would we have gotten different results here? And how have I played a part in this? And have I not been paying enough attention to my kids? And we, we all go on with a long list of things that we're hard on ourselves about in life. But what it all comes down to is we can't be looking to our own performance. We have to be looking to God and who He is and who Jesus came to be for us. He came to be our Redeemer. He came 
came to be our restorer. He came to be our light. He came to be our truth. He came to be everything that we need saving from. He came to save us from hell, but he came to save us from every single thing that we could bring upon ourselves or that others could bring upon us. He came to save us from everything that we need saving from. In that moment, I needed our child to be saved from stuttering. And so I remember just praying and praying and praying and and crying and crying and crying and and thinking, Lord, I'm a leader in the church. I should be getting faster answers to prayers than this. And I just thought, Amy, you've got to stay on God's side. You've got to stay on God's side. This is not God's fault this is happening. I knew that. I thought, I've just got to keep pressing in. And so I thought, I'm just going to do what I know to do. Because the Bible says in Ephesians 6, having done all to stand, stand. It doesn't say that everything you go through in life is going to be easy and you're going to get fast results. And so I just kept reminding myself, Amy, having done all to stand, stand. Having done all to stand, stand. And, and so I just thought, I'm going to do what I know to do. And you know what the Bible says to do is it says to mirror God's word to him. It says that when we look to his word that we're going to see results. And there are numerous scriptures that point us in that direction. So I took scriptures. There are three to four scriptures in the Old Testament about God healing the tongue of the stammerer. And so I, I took those scriptures and I put them up in our closet and I started uh, morning and, and evening uh, just confessing those scriptures and meditating them over our child and putting our child's name in, in those scriptures and saying, Lord, thank you for healing our child. Thank you that you are the Lord who redeems and you heal the tongue of the stammerer. And I, our child's tongue is redeemed from stammering. And I just kept praying and praying and praying. And I remember a, a woman, a complete stranger coming up to me and just saying to me one day, we were in another state at a conference actually, and she came up to me not knowing who I was, and she said, there's something troubling you. The Lord wants me to pray for you. What is it? I said, I've been praying for a long time for our child to be healed of stuttering, and I haven't seen results yet. And I said, it's really discouraged me. And um, this woman just started praying for me. I, I don't know if she was an angel to this day. And she just started praying for me and encouraged me so much. And she said, God is hearing your prayers. Results are going to manifest and your child is going to stop stuttering. Um, just stay with it. Just keep speaking the word over it. You will see results. And, you know, it was probably about four months after that that I was speaking to a ministry friend of mine, another pastor's wife, and was talking to her and, and just talked to her about the situation. And she said, oh, you know what? I've actually been going through something similar in my personal life. And I read a book about this. And she um, said, do what this book says. Go back to any um, thing that might have scared your child or been frightening or, or situations and just stop and talk about those things of around the time that the stuttering started. Um, talk about anything that could have been frightening, new situations, whatever it was, but specifically put hands on your child's forehead and just start praying for your child. That God's love would wash away any fear. God's love would wash away anything that was startling, any of those kind of things. But uh, my ministry friend was saying um, just anything that you need healing from with health issues that have been caused, and it could be a lot more than stuttering because many health issues are caused from traumas or um, fears or uh, rejection that we've had in our life. And so she said this book had been telling her just uh, lay hands on the person's forehead and just be praying for healing from whatever those scars were on the heart, whatever those wounds were on the heart. 
And so I did that with our child, and our child broke into laughter. And we sat there in this rocking chair as I was praying over the forehead. We sat there, and our child started laughing and laughing and laughing like I had never heard laughter before, just laughing and laughing. And I started laughing, and we sat there and laughed heavy laughter together for like 10 minutes and then it just kind of like calmed down you know and and just settled down and and I just knew we were done and every day from then on the stuttering went down drastically and within three weeks it was completely gone after that big laughter session and so with that I just want to encourage you sometimes we don't know exactly what it's going to take to see a healing manifest or exactly what it's going to take to see a relationship restored or exactly what our child needs in the moment or our marriage needs in the moment but God knows and when you speak the word which is living and powerful and the Bible says the word is a double-edged sword to pierce through to the division of bone and marrow meaning whatever you need God knows exactly what it is and if you keep speaking his word over that area and do not give up he will somehow some way get the information to you that you need in order to have breakthrough in that area and I'm not saying it's going to happen overnight I'm not going to say it's going to happen in a couple of months because my process went on I think it was over a year actually but God did come through as I kept pressing into his word. And so I want to encourage you when you're in times of distress, when you're discouraged, look to God and press into his word. Keep meditating specific words he gives you on your situation and somehow, some way he will get to you what you need to have your breakthrough. I'm going to close today with Psalm 57 verses 7 through 10. It says, my heart is confident in you, in you, O God. My heart is confident. No wonder I can sing your praises. Wake up, my heart. Wake up, O lyre and harp. Lyre was an instrument back then in harp. I will wake the dawn with my song. Think of this thanksgiving David is giving in this time of trial. I will thank you, Lord, among all the people. I will sing your praises among the nations, for your unfailing love is as high as the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the clouds. I pray, as I've just read this to you, that this is your decree as you press forward in all that God has called you to do, that you praise him and you thank him, no matter what distress you may be going through during good times and in difficult times, that you praise your way on through life and press through to the call that he has for you to succeed in victory, just like David did. God bless you. Until next time, may your relationships and your week be prolific. If you live in the Rochester, Minnesota area, we invite you to join us at High Point Church for our Sunday services at 9 or 11 a.m. We know God has a big plan for your life, and we're excited to be a part of it. We hope to see you sometime soon, maybe even this weekend. Until then, we pray you have a wonderful, wonderful week.